Welcome back, gamers, to episode 14 of Power Gamers Podcast. This is the red Power Gamer Mike. And the black Power Gamer Rami. So, 14 episodes. Man. That's pretty good. That's crazy. It's flying by. Yeah, man. Uh, cranking them out. I think we had about 100 downloads I checked the other day. Yeah. It's pretty so, good, no? We're getting there. Yeah, yeah. Moving on up. We uh, For you guys um, who do listen regularly, it would help us, uh, help us out a lot. You guys uh, retweet our episodes when we um, send them out. And drop or, us a line. We'd love to hear from you, too. Definitely. Shoot us a line at rangers at gogopowergamers.com. So um, a lot of stuff this weekend. Uh, definitely the big uh, event is the uh, Anaheim uh, Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> That's right. So much so much enjoyment. I was I was watching the event live um, you know, via the Verizon stream on uh, Friday in particular. Um, it was, it was, it was nice to watch just to kind of see everybody just so engaged and just like so many, a lot of people internationally too. I mean, people from Japan, Oh yeah, people from, you know, every corner of the the world, you know, people came from Spain, people came from Russia, people came from just everywhere. It's kind of crazy when you realize how much of an international thing Star right. Wars is. Oh, this is universal, right? I mean, it's just like everybody, you know, we, people may not agree on international politics, but, Damn it! Everybody loves Star Wars. I love them some Star you know Wars. Saying? I love mean, them some Chewy. That's right. What um, now is this a is this an annual thing or do they? Yeah, an annual event. Okay. Um, so because I've never uh, heard of it before. Yeah, to be honest, I've never heard about it. it. It makes sense that there's such a huge annual event right. for a huge franchise, even if there's not uh, a major movie. But you know, there's always books. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like there's there's um, comics. I'm sure graphic novels. Um, all types of Star Wars media always being released. I mean, you have the um, you know, there's Clone Wars CGI. Um, right. That original one discontinued, and I I just found out after watching some of the celebration that there's uh, a follow up series, Star Wars Rebels. Okay, see, so, I thought that was the same thing. I didn't know there was a separate series. Mm-hmm, right. Okay. So they did okay. a first season of that, and the second season is going to start soon of Star Wars Rebels. Okay. So I'm, I need to catch up on the Clone Wars CGI. Mm-hmm. I did see the um, you know those like short like ten minute uh, shorts that was like a cartoon instead of CGI. Right. Uh, that uh, Jen D. Tarkovsky did. Okay. Uh, I watched those, and that was like, um, it's like two hours total for everything. But the there's definitely a lot more to the uh, CGI series. It just explores a lot more, um, a lot more characters. And uh, Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, is set uh, five years. Let's see, yeah, five years before the events of A New Hope. Okay. Okay. And fourteen years after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Okay, so in between. Yeah. So that that's pretty interesting to see the kind of you know what's going on right like uh prior to the events of a new hope so i'm I'm pretty interested to to look into that very nice so can we talk uh that new star wars trailer my god oh man it just just the emotion overcame me right i mean i think that that's the case with everybody I, I, it, it, it is all a, the right notes yeah exactly it was like a feeling unlike any other feeling and it wasn't the same as you know it wasn't the same as when i watched like the episode one, two, mm-hmm. and three trailers. Right. Not because I'm not saying that like you know it's like hindsight is twenty twenty. Like they weren't up to par. They weren't like the originals. But it just it was just. It's, I think it's because there was so much time in between. You know, having what Revenge of the Sith came out in two thousand six. 
Sounds about right. Was it? Somewhere so you're, 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 you're talking about 10 years between this and the last, and not not even that. Like, if you just not consider the prequels, you know, you're talking about almost 20, 20 30 years mm-hmm. since Return of the Jedi was originally released. Right. So right. this is a long time coming. I always hoped in my mind that it would ju- there would be three prequels and three sequels. That was That's the original I, plan, ex- yeah. Exactly. And so yeah. it's finally coming to fruition, and I couldn't be more excited. Be more excited. I'm just glad that we you know you got you got JJ Abrams running this uh, the show now, so mm-hmm. it'll be good. Um, yeah. even though he's doing Star Trek as well, so that's kind of it's a, yeah, it's an um, interesting dynamic. That's his blasphemy there, he's doing both. Yeah, the, the, I'm sure some people are just like, hmm, I don't know about this. I see what you're doing there, JJ. Yeah, as so, long as he keeps the lens flare down, I'll be okay. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. I'll be okay. Yeah, so that was um, yeah, and then the what else came out? The, the Battlefront trailer, yep, the Battlefront trailer, and you know. That is definitely one of my top three most uh, anticipated titles for this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting. I originally wrote it on the website as Battlefront 3, but, I mean, actually, now that EA has come out uh, with an f- official logo, it's kind of, it's really more of a reboot okay. of the series. And that makes sense because, especially with 7, 8, and 9, episode 7, 8, and 9 coming out, they're probably looking to make this a uh, standard. They're definitely not going to just make one. Right. Um, almost certainly they would make at least three mm-hmm. with a bunch of DLC, and I'll get into that in Rita's rant later <laughs> because there's so many issues with that. I'm still very, I'm excited for it, but I think after seeing the trailer, my um, initial just like, just hype, just pure hype and adrenaline uh-huh. has dialed down to like a cautious optimism. Right. I'm kind of, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm looking forward to it, but I haven't seen any gameplay yet. Right. I mean, it doesn't mean, you know, this is the thing. I was originally saying that I think it was actually a good thing that they haven't shown off too much of the game at the beginning, just so people can just kind of like, you know, let them do their thing. Right. Let them focus and have a polished product. But, you know, the game is now the set release date is November 17th, right? Okay. You know, as we, you know, I guess we're kind of kicking it off uh, into Alpha 5's A-list with this story. The, with uh, Battlefront releasing in November, November 17th, for X, Xbox One, PS4, and PC, you're talking about the game has to go gold at least a month before right. for them to do PR. So between now and when the game is done in development, six months. For them not to release gameplay within, you know, and there's six months left until the game is complete mm-hmm. is uh, very questionable. I think they're probably just going to try and hold off till E3. Yeah, I mean that's that is absolutely the last. Yeah, t- like it can't go. They have to show gameplay at that point. Right, right. Um, but, you know, I just think it's kind of strange because, I don't know, I'll, I'll get more into that with Rita's rant. But nonetheless, it was it was exciting to see if, if um, underwhelming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, the CG looked great and the whole thing. It was it was in-game. Uh, it was the in-game engine. Yeah. But it was still pre-rendered video in-game. Exactly. Which is not the same. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, the panel discussion was extremely scripted. You know, I mean, it was just super lame. I was hoping to get kind of some tidbits, but you know, they they have everything like to a T. They're not nobody's saying anything other than what has been like. It's like you have to say this, you know, kind of. Yeah. Um, which I understand as a high demand game, they don't want um, information leaking, and it's very easy to do that if it's made more informal. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody could just slip some, uh, let something slip, and so I understand that from a development point of view. Um, even if it makes the you know the experience a little bit less uh, enjoyable for us as viewers, right? So I can right. I can understand that, but um, I was hoping to get a little bit more uh, info from the panel. Um, 
the game is supposed to be now um, 40 players, not 64. 40, okay. Yeah. Okay. Which I don't think is the worst thing. No. Actually, because if the map is made right, it's gonna there's going to be action all the time. Right. You know, it's just a matter of, uh, of whether the maps are made in such a way that, you know, you kind of have, like, there's always some type of clash right. and conflict. So I don't think that's going to be a problem. DICE is good at that. I think they're also probably trying to watch out on their um, their network infrastructure there. Definitely. Um, oh, goodness. Actually, come to think of it, I mean, this game is going to absolutely outsell. I'm positive it's going to outsell any Battlefield game. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. this, this especially with just the... The movies coming out, Exactly. Too. That just makes it... It's like hype is critical mass for a Star Wars fan. It's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Everybody can't wait until winter. And so... Yeah, even from a logistical point of view, I, I agree with you completely. And we haven't had a good Star Wars movie—not uh, movie, but um, game—in a while. But you think I'm um, back to forty players? If this game is as pretty as they seem to indicate in the um, in the trailer, there, the more assets you have on screen, the more people's machines are going to struggle. Yep. And so that—that's probably why they're yeah. limiting it to forty, which is which is a good decision. Yeah, I think I think it's fine. I, I think it makes sense. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Uh, other features that have been confirmed. This mm. was a huge part. Um, confirmed third person. Okay, okay. A lot of people, myself included, were like, well, DICE has not known for making third person, but they wanted to kind of maintain the integrity, if you will, of the original uh, Battlefront games. Right. And so they've allowed that. And you can switch on the fly. It's not like um, they've had it where, you know, if you enter a game, everybody's first person, or if you enter a different, you know, another server, everybody's third person. You can switch on the fly, which is great. Um, that's that's definitely um, really good that they confirmed that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing they confirmed is, un- unfortunately, lack of space battles. That <sighs> that's gonna be some DLC. Yeah, know. it's unquestionably gonna be a DLC. Because Battlefront Two had that. Yeah, it doesn't make sense for it not to have. I mean, Battlefront II, the scale of Battlefront Two actually like going back and having played it on Game Ranger, you need to get on there uh-huh. at some point. The uh, it it's actually incredible how much was in the game right it's so much content i mean you're talking about ground missions you can be infantry you can be in a vehicle you can go you know like the 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 detail of every aspect of gameplay it's not like infantry you know like the ground missions were great and then you know it's like space missions were an afterthought the space missions are so detailed Mm -hmm. and a lot of fun you can get an x-wing you can get an a-wing you can get a y-wing you can get you know everything tie fighter tie bomber you know imperial shuttle um everything and so you know, having that as DLC would be, um, we'll see. What I hope, though, what they could do to, would be, that would be super awesome, is to integrate ground and space missions. Ooh. That would take it so to a whole different level. Yeah. And the previous Battlefront games didn't have that. Right. So right. if they had something where you're able to, you know, some there's there's like, say something happens in space, like you take down something in space and it's going to affect, you know, like you have to take down a shield generator or whatever. That sounds kind of like the, um, what was Dust? I'm trying to think of the name. Dust 514, I think, was the name uh, of the game, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. This was um, the EVE Online CCP. Oh, this looks um, pretty cool. They, EVE Online, you know, is a uh, space sim. Mm-hmm. Yes. Huge, huge, huge space sim. Right. Um, they created a um, kind of a Battlefield-type game for uh, for console. Okay. For PS3. 
um, called well, Dust 514. Oh, it's free? It is free to play. I may have to get it. The thing I about it was is that it interconnected with EVE Online. Say okay. the guys on in Dust 514 would call like an aerial or an orbital bombardment or something. Okay. And they would send the uh, the signal over to the guys in EVE and they can like, okay, I'm going to roll up to that planet okay. and drop it off. So the planets you were playing on in Dust 514 were actual planets in EVE. That's pretty cool. So, I like that. You know, I'm not sure how well it did. I remember when it came out and it was... Um, Around, but I don't think it yeah really took off. Yeah, it, it, it seems to have like kind it could of be, mixed. Could be like that. At least oh yeah, to some degree. Oh yeah, that would be. Oh, I I almost wouldn't even mind if it was DLC. Right. If it was really integrated that well, because man, how awesome would it be? It's just like okay, I'm gonna fight on on the ground for a bit. Oh <clears> yeah, let me just use let me use Darth Vader. Oh, heroes are confirmed too. That was another big question Ooh, mark. Yes. Thank God. So you see how they could not have heroes. Yeah, it's it's really essential. It it would take away from the experience so much to not have them. So uh Darth Vader confirmed Boba Fett. Um surely surely others Yoda. as well. Yoda was always hard to hit, he was so tiny. God. The, the <laughs> odd job of uh, Star Wars. Right, right. So he um I mean heroes are confirmed, that's great. Uh and so my god, I mean it would just be so awesome. Imagine you're on Endor and you're fighting, you know, let's say you're uh, Imperial. You're fighting some Ewoks, and uh, then you know you jump into a Tie Fighter and like go up, go up into space, and, and have to deal with something there. And then like, uh, I'm, 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 I'm excited. Ex- I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah. yeah, the um, what else we have? There's um, so you know, let us know what you guys think of the trailer, and um, you know, the lack of gameplay is definitely disappointing. Um, but by E3, surely there has to be something playable. Not, right. not just show it. They have to have something playable. Right. I think by E3. People got to get their impressions in. So. They've got to start building hype for the game. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I think now they're just being so... And, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, to get into a little bit of Rita's rant here. I mean, it's just we're just kind of talking whatever. It doesn't have to be like specific sections or whatever. But I, because the Star Wars brand is so closely watched by Disney mm-hmm. and there's it's just a huge wait also on ea to kind of do this right it's not it's not just doing it right but they know that with the hype of the movies coming out um they can just make a lot of money off of this oh yeah they they definitely want to build this into a franchise a continuing franchise maybe even in i don't want to say annualized type franchise but maybe annualized with expansion packs yeah something like that i mean i would like that but i just hope they don't go overboard with it but that's that's you know kind of um I think that's asking a lot, maybe of uh, of EA. I don't have a problem with Dice as a developer. I actually love Dice. Mm-hmm. They do they do great stuff. But right. I don't I don't see how somebody is going to end up paying uh, excuse me paying less than a hundred dollars for this re- this game. Really, yeah. To be honest, so you know they want to push people to pre order. It's like they have the Battle of Jakku, which is a something that is out of Episode Seven. Okay, and so people want to get it. It's kind of their preview of episode seven a month before, so that is like the big ticket reason for people to pre-order. So okay, this this makes me imagine. Yes, uh, they've got to get this out before episode seven comes out. Yes, so the, it, this means they're coming out one way or another. Exactly, and that is the fact that they. That means are, they're not going to delay it. And right, that could be bad. This is my real fear, especially with pushing the you know kind of presentation of the gameplay more and more right it just makes it because the th- this is the thing if you make it as vague as possible mm-hmm. the hype is always going to be kind of high for people because there's no nothing to criticize right. you can't criticize in-game engine footage you know because it's just graphics you're not you know really analyzing the game 
So if they keep it as general as possible, mm-hmm. everybody is going to love the idea. Oh my God, Battlefront, you know, huge multiplayer. A few months, or no, one month before the movie, I have to buy it. It's not even a, a question, right? As a Star Wars fan, so you know they realize this, and so they're purposefully not showing the gameplay until it's absolutely necessary, i.e., E3, like you said. So um, it's definitely the reason, um, and people are going to be on these pre-orders like crazy. But you know, I'm, my I'm not going to pre-order it because. I, just con- I just disagree conceptually with it. You know, it's more of a. I noticed on the pre-orders, it didn't even say like exclusive content, and it said early access to exactly. certain content. So I it's mean, like- what what are people? You know, this is the thing. People are the, the the Battle of Jakku content is free. Period. If a person gets it uh, at the regular time, it's December eighth, which is still two weeks before the movie. Yeah, or a week in some uh-huh. some days. And if they pre-order the game, they get access early by a week, but. People are just going to want that access, and they're going to be throwing money at the game before it's even released. And I don't like that. I just really despise the whole concept of early access, you know, pre-ordering, because you're giving the developer money to release a product that hasn't proven itself uh, before it's released. I don't care if it's Battlefront or anything else. Right. Um, I just don't agree with the concept, because it makes developers... Um, let me say... It makes publishers lazy. I won't, I'm not going to give flack to developers because publishers are the ones pushing for this uh, deadline. Right. right. I, I'm certain the developers want more time, but I mean, it's just, you know, we're, we're going to have to see. Um, so there's that about Battlefront. Um, there's um, an interesting story here that came up. Um, you want to mention anything else about Battlefront? Not too much. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's that's about it. Well, I'm, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm keeping it. I keep my my excitement down. Yeah, yeah. Until yeah. I see something with exactly. it. Exactly. See some actual gameplay. The, the cautious optimism. Right. The um, so there's this other story here. This um, kind of surprised me. You have um, Sony alleged apparently wanting to make Smash Brothers and other Nintendo IPs into movies. Sony. Um, yeah, this is very strange. Um, I mean, they have a movie company, so. Yeah. No, they're they're fully capable and definitely more capable than Nintendo. Of, for example. You know the, the, what we were saying before about Nintendo allegedly going to do that um, Netflix Zelda series? Right, right. That was a rumor. and Haven't it, heard anything else about it, have we? Exactly. Actually, um, I want to say two weeks ago, mm-hmm. Satoru Iwata, you know, president of Nintendo uh, at large, right? He is uh, the CEO, and, and uh, he has stated explicitly that these are baseless okay. rumors. And that's very, you know... I was I was worried about that anyway. Exactly, and I think that's better. But it kind of, you know, the fact that that was um, just a rumor and it got spread so quickly. I think people just kind of, you know, it was just like a kind of clickbait, right? You know, people took something and ran with it, and that's kind of what I think is the case with this article. Um, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Like, why? It's you know, what does Sony Sony may have maybe money to get gain from it and then nintendo looks at it as exposure brand exposure but nintendo doesn't nintendo doesn't really need that type of brand exposure with like a tv show i don't think i think it's more important that they continue with their mobile effort you know their recent mobile effort and kind of work on that on their own right that's what i think anyway but um yeah and then they're making a killing right now on um, on all these amiibo Oh yeah, this is so, oof, which I, I, serious mm. serious money. Um, even if it's kind of um, it's kind of from, a, from, from a gameplay perspective, I don't particularly uh, care for it. Me either. Um, although I'm super excited for now that we mentioned um, 
200 cc looks super awesome that's gonna be insane i'm so excited for that because do, do we know when that launches or that will be soon, released yeah april 23rd okay a couple okay. days here and to access it you have to have gold in 150 cc actually you have to have gold in 150cc. I think I have gold in everything 150cc. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, mo- I'm, I'm sure most people have it by now. Like, the game's been out almost about nine months then. Yeah. By the time this is out. Get Mario Party. I still haven't played it, though. Dude, yeah. Let's uh, let's get on that. That should be fun. Definitely. Um, So there's... um This 200cc looks super awesome. I, <laughs> The coolest track... I, I thought it was really cool to see it on the uh, F-Zero track, Mute City. Mm-hmm. And, um, that makes that, sense. Exactly. And seeing that... And I'm just like, man, I really want to see a sequel to FZRGX. That was absolutely one of the most underrated games. Mm-hmm. Let me say underplayed games. Critically, it received great reviews. And um, God, that game was so... It was so difficult, though. Yeah. Very high. I think that was really the the thing. I mean, people would rather play something simple and easy like Mario Kart. And that's going to sell millions upon millions of copies, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And F-Zero sold something... It was definitely under 500,000, which is criminal. Criminally under what it deserves given how great the game was on GameCube. Like so fast. Right. <laughs> Such a great game. Um and they had integration with uh, arcades. Huh. So what you could do is super cool. They had F Zero GX for the GameCube. Right. And F Zero AX for arcade. So like G GameCube A arcade. Gotcha, gotcha. And so the what they did was Sega made these uh uh arcades, arcade cabinets and like race cars. So that you could take your GameCube uh, memory card, memory card, okay, put it in the arcade and take your custom uh, racer and play on it on the arcade. That is now incredible. those arcades were only in Japan. I was as about far to say. as far as I know, I don't rem- I don't recall seeing it anywhere. I didn't see maybe it in select places. We didn't have that many arcades here in town. Oh, here for sure. No, I mean I would imagine maybe in New York or a couple of kind of big cities. Right, they had it there. Um, but that was just a really cool feature. I thought it was great. Yeah, um, it kind of reminds me of back in the day uh, in 64 era, um, Blockbuster had some of the Pokemon games, I think, and you could take your yes. your N64 memory card in there and hook it up and That's unlock right. something. Oh, the something. transfer pack. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. play it on Pokemon Stadium. Ah, uh, that, that, yeah, that sounds I right. still have the transfer pack. <laughs> well, I would make a killing off of selling that now. There you go. Goodness, I'm sure somebody would want the peripheral. But um, goodness, seeing the Mario Kart 200cc on Mute City... It just made me, the, the drive uh, and the urge uh, increase in me to really see an online F-Zero game. I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, I think Nintendo, this is, the time is ripe for it. Mm-hmm. Nintendo needs some games to kind of fill its library a little bit. You know, it's growing. I mean, 2014 was good. Got things up there. But now with Zelda being pushed back, I think, um, you know, I, I'm really interested to see what um, what other IP um nintendo has in store with uh with e3 yeah if you're looking at it basically as far as what they've got left to put out on the wii u you've got zelda and a new metroid game i think is a must you think they're going to do it on this on the wii u or is it gonna be the next console? i feel like it has to be there Maybe. has to be at least one could be the the nx or whatever their new thing is it's possible um but i mean at the same time you know even if it came out in 2017 i mm-hmm. feel like they have to have another metroid right um it just it's just necessary uh one thing that we haven't seen is a home version of any mario sports franchise haven't seen mario tennis haven't seen mario golf uh super Stri- you know um mario strikers right right i would love to see any one of those um Personally, I would like Strikers, uh, although Tennis, I think, is a stronger title, mm-hmm. um, though I like soccer more. Uh, either one of those titles would be great online. 
you know, just like Mario style sports game. And those could be smallish downloadable type games. They don't have to be full. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, something like that would be nice. I, I hope at least one of the franchises announced at E3. Right. Um, we'll see about that though. But takeaway anyway from mentioning Mario 200cc, Mario Kart 200cc, I need, I need an F0 <laughs> sequel. This is required. Um, I think the time is right though because it's been 10 years. So, yeah. plus people. Think about Smash Brothers. Everybody loves Captain Falcon. Mm-hmm. He's unquestionably the most popular character. Right. It's not even it's it's not a question. And so now with this tremendous awareness mm-hmm. of who Captain Falcon is, it would be really actually great for Nintendo, even if they released an easier version. I mean, just have like, you know, very, very difficulty. So people who want a real challenge. You can have that master level difficulty, but I don't even mind if they make the game easier to access right. as long as it sells because with the awareness and love people have for Captain Falcon and his ridiculous hype in Smash, people are going to buy an F-Zero game because they're like, oh, Captain Falcon, here's his game. I haven't played one of his, you know, for younger fans. And you think a lot of that, a lot of these kids that are 10, 12 years old have probably don't have any any idea who he is exactly. other than Super Smash. Exactly. And so if they see a new game, they're going to be like, oh, I have to buy that. It's, it's Captain Falcon's game. Nintendo's yeah. release windows always kind of puzzle me how they'll go like 10 or 12 years in some franchises. Yeah, but th- the thing is, you know what? I, I always thought in my mind like Star Fox was like a mega franchise. Right. But it's really more, it's kind of secondary. Mm-hmm. The major ones are kind of, you know, Metroid. And even Metroid doesn't sell tremendous. It's really Mario and Zelda. Those are their two main ones. And those sell and they're critically huge. Right. Star, Star Fox is obviously huge critically and uh, Metroid is as well. But really, to be to be frank, they don't sell that well. Right. The Metroid games don't sell that well, even though they're tremendous. Metroid Prime, right? Um, Star Fox is not a huge hit in Japan, and I think that's a major reason too. Hmm. That's what I, that's what I was surprised at. Well, yeah, yeah. They've also strange. been lazy with it. I mean, why? You know, the the DS game was just a remake of Star Fox sixty four. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, it's really. like so they've been kind of lazy with the IP. I think, but at the same time, they're. They're kind of playing it safe in a way, mm-hmm. um, and not selling it where they know it's not going to sell. Like you know, if they if they had released an F Zero game for the Wii, frankly, it wouldn't have sold. Yeah, probably not. It and, really wouldn't. Yeah, I really be, wouldn't have sold. And then trying to stick motion controls on top of a game God, that's no. like that. No, 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 no. Absolutely would not work with with motion controls. I'm just I'm just hoping in this this new console they kind of give up on this whole motion control nonsense. Like Mario Party, if you wanted to play just single player Mario Party, you have to use the Wii mode. You can't use the gamepad. Yeah, that is very questionable decision from Mario Party 10. Um, I think that was a huge reason people didn't like it. Um, not How, to say that it's bad. Yeah. Not to say that it's bad. It's still fun. But I just think relative to previous Mario Party games, the fact that most of the mini games are motion control based is kind of, you know, it's kind of troublesome, you know, because the thing is you can only do so much with motion control. They're not versus, very precise. Exactly. They're not as precise versus like, okay, you have to like move around, you know, like think about the old Mario Party games where like you're on a ball and you have to knock people into the fire mm-hmm. or there's a, there's a jump rope of fire and you have to jump over it and like you can push people down and just, you know, so the game is fine, but it's, it's still the fact that it yeah, 6.5 and IGN or GameSpot yeah, gave it. Mm-hmm. I think, I think they gave it a six, but again, you know, not just going off of these numbers. I, I read both reviews by right. GameSpot and IGN in detail and, that seems to be the kind of uh, general frustration, plus the fact that you you actually don't move individually. Everybody moves in a single cart, which yeah, is so that's... questionable because what's the, you know, it's kind of what's the point because you're not passing people and you're not like running and gunning for like a star at the same time, you know? So 
it's it's um I think the franchise needs to kind of go back to its roots. Yeah, know? and I think that's where you know Mario Party two and three were really kind of oh uh, those are the best unquestionably Mario Party two and three are the best. Um, but there's that. Um, so I mean this this kind of rumor about going back to Sony doing this um doing Nintendo IP. I don't really see how it benefits both parties in a in a very uh, explicit way. And again, this is just rumors. It's like leaked emails allegedly. So I think it's clickbait. Um, and and you look at Sony and I'm, their history, I'm not going to say with video game, but I mean, you know, comic characters, kind of game characters, look at Spider-Man and they've done well, but I can't think of any of those movies. They were just amazing. Right. Like the new Spider-Man reboots have been okay. Right. Average. I mean, but they, they seem like they kind of came out pretty quick after the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man yeah. movies, which I would have liked for those to continue. But my God, the third one was a bomb. Oh, it was terrible. The worst. It's terrible. And these last two with, um, what's his name? Uh, I forgot his name. I didn't even. I, I didn't see any of the reboots. Actually. You didn't. They were. They were pretty good. Um, yeah. This last one though, they had just so many villains in it. It was kind of those like, all right, guys, we can yeah. put like five villains in here. <laughs> That's too much, just man. Chill out. See if they do one per. You yeah. know, like the original was like, who was the who was the villain in the original one? Was that Doc Ock? Doc Ock, yeah. Okay, yeah. and then the no, second, that was two. Doc Ock two, was two. Uh, one was a Green Goblin. Yes, thank you. And then three was uh, Venom. Venom. My yeah. God, you know, you know what's funny? Emo spy, emo hair Goodness, uh, what was it? Uh, Topher Grace. Yeah, was Venom. Uh, any, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like he, you know what's funny. I got to tell you this. Listen up, guys. The speaking of Star Wars and Topher Grace, we're gonna since we mentioned earlier, there's uh, relevance here. Uh, Topher Grace, uh, as many Star Wars fans know, actually made a uh, like a kind of uh, an 85 minute merged version of the original prequels he did not the original sorry the the prequels to the original trilogy okay now it wasn't released obviously right um there's no way it would be able to be released but he kind of he had like a small screening private you know nda all that whatever and not allowing cell phones whatever and um it basically just made the prequels better you know, just by cutting out a lot of unnecessary footage. Okay, so he just took the uh, the movie footage as was and just cut it. Exactly. Okay. And so that uh, that was posted somewhere on on Reddit, and I saw like one of the comments was like, "Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, that guy. I remember when he was going to be big, and then and then Spider Man Three happened. <laughs> you know, <laughs> to make you know to connect the dots. Yeah, I I loved him in the '70s show, but I mean after. I don't know what he's been doing since Spider-Man 3. I haven't. Yeah, I'm, I'm not very familiar uh, either. I, I've not seen anything. So, I don't know, man. Venom, to the Google. Yes, let's check it out right now. Live for you guys. Speaking of that, Batman versus Superman. Oh, boy. What do you think of that trailer? Amazing. Like, it... We, I guess that's really the first time we've seen anything because uh, we've already seen Superman in Super, the last Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how was the most recent one? It was okay. Um, Certainly better than... God, what, that one in Superman 2000- Returns, two thousand five, two thousand six was terrible. I wanted to leave the theater. Never have I wanted to leave the theater in a movie. I'm like, what am I watching? That actor, though, he is he's on the Arrow now as a regular. Oh yeah, and uh, he's he plays a character on there. I won't tell you who it is. In case okay, you okay. Watch that, yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to the see characters. the Arrow and Daredevil now on, on Netflix. We're gonna want to Daredevil in a second. Yes, um, but uh, let's see, Topher, Mr. Topher Grace. Well, yeah, showed up that seventy show. Um... Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> oh he was in our, he was in uh, interstellar that's like uh, that's right that's right um the sexy answer. leprechaun on jimmy kimmel <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, don't, I don't know if that counts <laughs> okay yeah so he hasn't done he's done some stuff but nothing it, it's, it's nothing like large. few and far between really yeah it's super sparse 
after Spider-Man. Some TV movies, uh, TV series. Yeah, it's kind nothing. of like one episode off. Nothing against the guy. Yeah, but I don't think he's really... He got a movie career out of Spider-Man 3. Definitely not. Okay, okay. I'm kind of weird. I'm, it's kind of strange to me that his fame from set this that 70s show didn't kind of continue, maybe? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was kind of... He'll probably find type. a series and land into here at some sure, point. Sure, sure. Yeah, nothing against him. I, I, just, I think the writing was terrible yeah for the movie honestly oh yeah because yeah. think about think about the prequels for star wars for example i don't particularly think that uh what's his face um christian hayden christensen yeah he's not a terrible actor i don't think so i think the writing is was worse and maybe accentuated things about him that weren't fully developed as an actor right but he were he really wasn't like god awful like people think i think. he was okay yeah it wasn't, wasn't he wasn't the best he wasn't the worst i think yeah but it certainly didn't help his case that the writing was horrendous. Right. Uh, you know, it, <laughs> it's like, I remember seeing this. I think you showed it to me. It's this uh, parody of episode three that is absolutely the funniest thing. And it's like the guy's pretending to be um, Anakin in it. And he's like, your your hair is softer than sand, Malay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, okay. That great, was, great writing, Lucas. I think that's uh, <laughs> Star Wars The Lost Hope, I think is the name you're of that. You're right, video. you're right. That is unquestionably the best a Star Wars parody I've seen. Like of any of, yep, any of them. that's it. Star Wars right. A Lost Hope. That's so good. Obi-Wan, drinker. Yeah, he was a drunk. <laughs> Yeah, you guys got to see that. This is um, required watching. Star Wars: The Lost Hope. Uh, it's a parody of uh, Revenge it's on of YouTube. The Sith. Daily Motion. Yeah, find it there. That's really good. Um, yeah, it was removed from YouTube actually. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that. I don't think that upload worked. Anyway, we'll try it later. Yeah, but um, yeah. So Spider Man. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Sony needs to get a hold of any Nintendo properties that that could be no. dangerous. It's just questionable to have it in their hands. Not that they would do anything wrong with it, but it's like Nintendo has to, would have to oversee anyway. Yeah. So it's just, eh. And Nintendo characters, for the most part, aren't very deep characters. Yeah, you know, they kind of, they have a life of their, you know, they're, they're, they're so much based on um, expressions. No story, really. Yeah. Exactly. It's like expressions. But I mean, people identify with them because they're like, oh, you know, like, for example, um, like Luigi... And and the other and a lot of the other characters they don't really talk, but um, in Luigi's Mansion, uh, the original um, like the when the first uh, part when you enter the mansion, mm-hmm. it's he's like the song is going in the back and he's like humming he's like, and then it's it's just like you kind of empathize with him because when he's humming it kind of sounds it's like okay, I'm I'm in this mansion it's no problem like I'm not scared but so you you kind of empathize with the character on that level. Mm-hmm. And so they're easily identifiable and almost more identifiable because they don't really talk. It's just kind of like, you know, this character through how they express themselves or whatever. But um, yeah, they, but they don't have a lot of there's not, not a canon, a lot of backstory. Exactly. Like what what's the content? Right. That you would make out of it. It's you know, I mean, he's going to fight Ganon. I mean, that's yeah, for Link. I mean, yeah. it's, so it's, it's not really going to be much after that. So. And I guess a lot of the reason is every Mario game or every Zelda game you step into you know the basic story. You get a saving princess, fight fight Ganon, yeah. Ganondorf. Um, but there's it's no really con, um, continuation from the other Zelda games. They're all they're all kind of their own separate thing. Exactly. So yeah, yeah I don't I don't see that transitioning well over it's to a TV too much series. Because what are they going to put in, even content wise? Even if this were to happen, what's the content? Yeah, there'd be a lot. They'd have to come up with so much stuff. Exactly. So that stuff would presumably be better used for later games mm-hmm. or something. Right. So, but speaking of uh, Netflix series, though, yes, Daredevil, 
Go for Gotta it. Gotta see that. It yes. is the uh, best way I can describe it. Um, Batman Begins Meets Born Identity. I like that. It's um, in many ways this this uh, incarnation incarnation of Daredevil is very much like Batman. I mean, he's not a rich guy, but he's you know going out there being a vigilante. And uh, some of the scenes seem like they're taken right out of the um, the Batman Begins, the Batman Begins movies. Fight, yeah, he's like, "Where are the drugs?" And then you know, <laughs> Daredevil's like beating him a guy. He's like, "Where's the kid?" <laughs> he kind of does the voice too. And I'm like, "Hey, this all right, guys?" Yeah, it's like calm down. <laughs> but it's you know the other really cool thing about the series so far, and it's I think it's only ten episodes. Oh, okay, total. Yeah, okay, I mean because it's a Netflix series, they're a lot shorter. Oh, okay. Um, but they keep referring to in the series, um, the event or the incident, and they mention you know when half of New York got destroyed, and they're referring to the first Avengers movie. I see. Okay. So as you know, in the Avengers movie, when um, like New York got screwed, fucked up. Mm-hmm. And so this series kind of picks up and says, okay, New York is rebuilding. And so a lot of the plot that's interesting. kind of focuses or mentions, you know, hey, we're rebuilding. And okay. so that's, it's, uh, it's interesting to see that that's pick good, up on that story. That's good timing. So actually what I'll do, given that the Avengers sequel now yeah, is going to be out a May weeks 1st, away. Yeah. Uh, I want to rewatch the original movie mm-hmm. and then I'll watch Daredevil there you go. series and then Avengers 2. And yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, I haven't really kept up with that. I think I'm recording it. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I feel like reviews are mixed on it. I haven't seen anything, so it's I can't Joss say. Whedon, which, you know, I love anything he does, but oh, yeah. I, I kind of feel like those characters that just never did much for me anyway. Mm-hmm. But some side characters and not right. really. It's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. I think I, think I prefer uh, the medium of movie yeah. as opposed to TV series for the type of characters that they are. I don't know, though. Daredevil, you got to check it out. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean for the... For the Avengers, right, right. Yeah, as yeah, Daredevil almost certainly. I I can say just from your recommendation and having seen the movie, the TV show is unquestionably oh, yeah. better. You know, like, it's funny though. The movie was so bad. I know uh, Ben Affleck though. Now he went from being Yo, a terrible so f- Daredevil. He's gonna be Batman. He's probably gonna be an awesome Batman. Oh yeah, I I, I was excited from the from the trailer. Well, I, you know what's funny when they first announced him as Batman, everyone just yeah, like, everybody was like, "What?" Flip their shit. Him? Yeah, because it's like this is the guy that's been in uh, what's that movie he was in with J Lo. It was like, oh, like yeah. literally the worst movie ever. Yeah, Geely or something G- like that. Geely. I don't even know. G- something. And everybody knows it's like the worst. So, you know, but but he does, he does, he has a pretty good range yeah. for an actor. Yeah. yeah. And so I think he's very capable and will do a good And job. after seeing that trailer, you see him in the bat suit, I'm like, all right, he's got it. Yeah, man. No, he, he, he had the feel. Yeah. Yeah. He's got it. And then actually, the really interesting thing is if you look back at the um, Christian Bale Batman, it was kind of grounded in reality where all of his kind of equipment and everything was kind of like, well, I could believe that's probably real. Um, but getting back over to Ben Affleck's Batman, he's got the, the full suit of armor with the Dude, glowy it's, eyes. Yo, it's like a straight up robot mask. Oh, I was just like, oh man, it looks kind of like Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, that's a good, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to it. That yeah, should be good. Um, speaking of which, we're just talking about all types of content. This, this yeah, we're just though. bouncing all over the place. Yeah, but this is good though. Uh, I finally saw the um, the alternate ending for that uh, Darth Vader versus Batman. Oh yeah, it disappointed me though. Yeah, a little bit. You know, because I didn't expect that it was just going to release Superman and then Darth Vader dies anyway. I was ready for Darth Vader to lightning the fuck <laughs> out of Batman. That's what I wanted to see. So it was a bit disappointing. I liked it. Like, yeah. let me say, it it was okay. It was fine. Yeah. But I was ready for Darth Vader to to wreck Batman. You, you know? know, let me think. Um. Yeah, no, I was thinking because uh, Disney owned Star Wars now. So who else could they mix it up with? I don't know. There's a lot of the franchises. Yeah, do they? Does Disney still own? Did they own Marvel? 
I don't know. I thought I could be completely. Disney different. owns so much stuff. That, that is a mega corporation. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, Disney Marvel acquisition. Yeah, I thought yeah, they owned Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep, yep. Back, that was last was year. Last year. So Jesus, Disney owns Marvel. Four, bi- so, four billion. Yeah, I totally forgot about this. What that means is that eventually, someday, if they really get crazy with it, you could see Star Wars meeting Guardians of the Galaxy, Marvel. Oh, goodness. You could see... I don't know how crazy... I mean, I, I, I'm I, actually okay with Disney having the rights to Star Wars. Um, I'm definitely glad, like, you know, as I think a lot of people are, like, that Lucas isn't the one directing yeah, these. He's, he's kind of out of the scene now. Forget him, like, right now. Nothing, you know... We love the originals, but my God. Well, see, back then, he wasn't the only one writing it and directing. He had other people exactly. in there with him. So kind of like, all right, George, you need to calm the fuck down. Yeah, exactly. I think I think he kind of did. He tried too much with the prequels. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, he. it's really funny. You look back at the early 2000s, and there were a lot of bad movies. Yeah. A lot of bad. Yeah, Hollywood wasn't really producing much. You know, I mean, you had the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I guess, starting in 2003 with The Fellowship. Which uh, really was a nice boost, necessary. Yeah, the kind of sci-fi boost. fantasy scene. Exactly. It was just like, okay, guys, here's the, you know, the the standard has been set. Right. You know, now by Peter Jackson. So. And then Batman Begins kind of came in, and that was oh five oh six. I I want to say yeah. And that the, really kind of, that recreated kind of how the superhero movie could be. Yes, I I, I would agree with that. Because everything before that, you had you know George Lucas Batman. They were all really too cartoony. Yeah, and you campy. know. Yeah, they were and. I, I like that style on, in one sense, but it's not, you know, that's not the exp- that's not that's not fully Batman. No, you kind of go into that knowing it's going to be kind of silly and yeah. campy, and you want something a little more gritty. Yeah. yeah, and I like you know I like Tim Burton's Batman in mm-hmm. once in one way because it's Tim Burton's style and it's like kind of comic book Batman. It's like if the comic book was real almost. Right. I, yeah, I can appreciate it, but on the same note, if I met that Batman on the street, I'd probably laugh at it. No, exactly. If I read it's Christian like Bale's a, Batman on the street, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to run away that oh, way now. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to turn around here. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. I mean, just the level of seriousness is uh, uh, a step above. Right. So, oh, Star Citizen. Mm. You want to talk about that? Yeah, uh, apparently they're playing to, was it revolution uh, revolutionize the FPS yes. shooter? Yeah, I'm interested. Um, uh, interesting. It, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of concerned a little bit. They, they plan to have multiple stances. They say, you know, normally your FPS shooters, you're, you're running or you're looking down in sights, right? And they're planning to have like an at ready stance, or if your gun is down, you're not ready, or then you're looking down the sights. Three different main stances. They're also bringing in like stamina and breath into both. Both. Hmm. into the shooting mechanic and it almost well breath i understand for sniping right i guess stamina to, for like running or something okay like that. but I, I i can understand that i mean to kind of balance they, things they've got to be careful though yeah it's, because it could be too much if you look at in halo and even even though i've kind of gotten out of the call of duty series but the call of duty series the fun part of that is the shooting yeah and if how fluid and how good it feels but if you bring in all these other side mechanics that yeah kind it's of like inhibit it, it kind the of, shooding yeah then it's going to it be... It occupies a, their time as opposed to making the... Oh, and it draws you out of the fun part of it. Yeah, the run and gun kind I mean, of... Because normally, you know, this getting back to um, GTA San Andreas, you had like all these other things, like you had to, you had to go eat every now and then, kind of do all mm-hmm. this other junk, and you're like, I just want to go beat up prostitutes. Yeah. Yep. And so if you're not doing that, you're not having as much fun. So if they bring in stamina and holding your breath, it may become more realistic, but then it may become, all right, guys, I just want to shoot the gun now. Yep. So yeah. I, I don't know. I'm I'm... 
I like what they're really... doing in the space scene. I'm yet to be convinced of what they're doing in the shooting scene. Yeah, I think I think they need to prove themselves. They have more to prove, right? As a first person, you know, the first person shooter element of the game, right? Versus the, I mean, the the space aspect looks super awesome. Oh, yeah. I've never seen a game of that scale. I mean, you showed it to me. You introduced me to this game. I'm super excited for it. Um, even though it's going to break everything, you know, hundred hundred gigs, right? Oh man! Um, I tell you though, I if I get this game, I'm going to get a full joystick, HOTAS, and thrust control. Yeah, Hell, dude. I'll even get like a the uh, if it's out by then the um, Oculus Rift or something like that. Dude, that would be awesome for that. Would game. That be crazy. Oh, that would insane. That would change. That would really change the experience. You know, the um, speaking of the Oculus Rift, we were talking a while ago. Um, you know, GTA Five. You know, I was actually. Uh, I did get that on PC. It looks super great. Mm-hmm. 60 FPS, 1080p. Um, it's just beautiful. Uh, and I didn't play it on console, so I didn't kind of, um, you know, I kind of waited. You know, I didn't want to get it on my 360, especially, you know, might have. I don't have an Xbox One or, or a PS4. My brother played it on Xbox One. But the game is really nice. I'm really enjoying the story. Um, it's so polished, man. I mean, that is just... That is a polished game if I've ever seen one. It's crazy. Like, you can go up to, like, the fast food restaurants to their drive through menu. You can actually read it. Yeah, Just man. think of all the man hours they've put into it. It's that. ridiculous. Uh, GTA has been a great experience so far. I'm really loving it. The um, really nice thing about it is the fact that now, I mean, you know what people say, were saying? Um, that mods weren't going to be possible with the game. And everybody was like, oh, my God, how is this? You know, I don't want to b- buy it now. It's not worth $60. And I yeah. could understand that. If that was if it was true that mods were not available, if they already bought it for a piece, you know, for a console, yeah, because I mean, you already gone through that, you already gone through everything, right? Right. So um, mods definitely extend the life of the game. I mean, people are still playing Skyrim yeah. because of mods, right. you know. Um, so that game has a huge life, uh, you know, tremendous lifespan, and mods in general are are great for extending the lifespan of a game. And I hear it looks absolutely amazing on PC. Huh? Oh my god, it's so smooth. It's like the cinematics look like real life. Oh, I remember now. So <laughs> since you mentioned the use of Oculus Rift right, right. with respect to Star Citizen, mm-hmm. that would be incredible. Actually, somebody was able to alter GTA Five in a way that the Oculus Rift is usable. That's crazy. And so there's some footage of the guy uh, moving around. He's, he's in first-person mode, mm-hmm. you know, uh, riding a motorcycle and moving around looking with the Oculus Rift. That is insane. My God, that would be crazy. I mean, can you imagine you're just like driving like, I don't know how I would, wouldn't like fall out of my chair. Yeah. You know, like driving and you get in a crash, you just be like, Ugh. oh, know? man, that, that, would, that would probably make me nauseous, honestly. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I would, I wouldn't want to do it too long. Because you have to be playing, for, yeah, you put it in first person mode and then, yeah, you get. That would be crazy, oh. dude. Can you imagine you have like five stars and like everybody's after you? <laughs> exactly. Funny. You want to breathe. It's like, oh, shit. No, <laughs> no, no, I was just thinking you could like fool around the prostitutes and strippers in there. I can just imagine some dude's going to get this, be getting a lap dance. His wife's oh going to come God. in. He's like, That's gonna be like, what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. That is true. Oh, that's club. hilarious, dude. 3D porn, <laughs> Oculus Rift. My in God. GTA. Oh, that's... Uh, too that's, much. That's terrible. Yes. But uh, it is possible, though. Yeah. Now, with this... Um, the, the footage is really cool. Check it out, guys. Um, but the game is great. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm getting ready to... You know, once I get more done with the story, because I didn't play it on console, uh, definitely ready to jump into online, do these heists. Um just like ultimate sandbox i mean what else can you say yeah i got about halfway through it on had it on ps3 and i picked it up on ps4 i guess around i don't know whenever it came out was it black friday i think it was black friday uh. and i haven't gone back to it yet just because 
I've had so much other stuff to play. I've been second right. Bloodborne. Oh yes. Um, Let, how, how's that been going? Oh man, it's it's one of those things where that kind of risk reward system of, hey, I've got fourteen thousand blood echoes. I could go level up two times, or I could kill one more thing. Right. And that one more thing will kill you every single time. Man. Um, so rough. it's 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 rough. I'm I'm getting there. And I'm not admittedly I'm not great at it. I've never been very great at the uh, the Souls games, the Demon Souls, Dark Souls games. Um, but it's fun. It's yeah. fun. Uh, so I'm going to keep playing that for a bit. But yeah, that's kind of kept me out of playing GTA. I'm eventually, I tried playing a little bit online with a friend, um, but uh, he's on an uh, AT&T DSL connection. No, it's and no good. It's, just, it's, it's so laggy. Yeah, I mean, I can it, imagine it's like they're trying to get into the car. or And honestly, there aren't haven't been that many people on the... Um, the PS4 uh, online mode and another gripe I have with it is that kind of the online multiplayer is very convoluted in many ways. Okay. Like you jump into, you're loaded into like a game world kind of randomly and then you can link up with your friends and switch into the world. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you start, it does some type of multiplayer matchmaking, but it just randomly picks people. And sometimes we sat at the load screen for minutes. Right. It's one of those things where it's like, all right, trying to find people and then we would find one person. Right. We're doing like a team death match type deal with one other guy. Yeah. So it didn't either the matchmaking isn't quite great optimized. or there's just not that many people playing it. Which is a possibility because it's not, you know, a brand new game. Right. It's possible that people just you know, wanted to get it originally, of course, on uh, PS3 and, and already played it. Yeah, people already played, played it. through it. They had like built up their money and everything online. Unless you could somehow transfer, I don't know. You can transfer your you online can. characters. Actually, yeah, I, I I remember my brother did that from his 360 to Xbox. But I mean, right. who's going to buy the game a second a second time unless they're going to you know like they know they're going to like continue right doing it there or um you know probably I guess people just got uh, comfortable with the PS3 and Xbox 360. And I think versions. GTA for me has always been kind of a great single player game that I wish I could co op. So having kind of like open online multiplayer, just kind of, eh, it's okay. Yeah. I'd rather do some co-op stuff. In co-op there. would be great for the next one. Just yeah. have like the campaign have a co-op element. Like, I mean, you can use multiple characters, right? right? You have Franklin, you have uh, Trevor, you have Michael, mm-hmm. uh, you. Yeah. So then, uh, I mean, that would be a neat element to have like a three-player kind of co-op campaign yeah. on in an online environment. Um, yeah, that's what I That would like be super it. fun. Um, so there's that. Another story here. Let's see. Uh, so this is a pretty interesting looking game here. Um, it's a game called uh, Lethal League. Uh, it's a kind of four player uh, uh, indie indie game that's coming to a couple of platforms. Um, it's a uh, it's a pretty interesting fighter. Um, it sold quite a couple of it's it sold over a hundred thousand copies, which wow. is great for an indie game. That's good for the developer. I haven't heard anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so this is basically. Kind of akin to Power Stone, okay. Okay, you know it's kind of that t- kind of game, right? Um, like a four player, you know, kind of like pick up items, but it's it's almost urban. It's like you know, one guy's a, a punk slash skater, and another person is um, you know, whatever. Just like different people on the street from different walks of life, and they're just like kind of picking up odd objects and just you know having at it like a brawl. Okay, okay, I'd be so, into that. Yeah, and so I mean, it's 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 gotten the the rave reviews from from Steam users, and so I think it's. It's worth looking at. I don't know how much it is, but um, I'm going to definitely uh, look for it during the summer sale, maybe. Yeah, oh yeah, it's coming I'll, up I'll here. Wait, no, wait. Your for wallet that. will cry. Oh my god, it's so close. 
I don't have money. I've, I'm like paying. I'm trying to go to New York soon uh, for my brother's graduation, and uh, I just bought this PS3, which I did not plan to buy. Yeah. I don't. I don't regret the purchase because I got the the original PS3 model that is backwards compatible with the PS2 and PS1. Oh, the fatty! So, exactly. The thing is a brick yeah. and a half. Uh, it's 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 fat. <laughs> Think about how people complain. Remember the original Xbox controller, the Duke. Yeah, that is the. I saw one at the thrift store the other day, and it wasn't. Oh my god! It wasn't the uh, original official Microsoft. Is one of the Mad Cats one okay. or something? So I didn't buy it. If it'd been in like an original Microsoft oh, I one, I would have bought it. Yeah, just yeah. to have it. But exactly. I, was like, no, it was... I remember playing Halo One on those. Yeah, and I was like, "Come on, Microsoft!" You know, but we got used to it because yeah. it was Halo. And then they came out with the the S controller. S, or whatever that was, was great. That one was good. Yes, I. My, yes. <laughs> it, just, saved, it saved my fingers. Just teared up a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. So. There's that. I mean, there's this Lethal League, so that's coming up. Is it um, is it a, a 3D, 2D? What type of... 2D. 2D, okay. Yeah, a 2D okay. game. But um, it definitely looks good. Um, that's about it, I guess, for um, Zordon's Watchlist. Anything you have uh, in mind like uh, that you're looking forward to in uh, the next couple of months? Not too much. I've got, you know, as I said, still trying to get through Bloodborne, and then I want to play Monster Hunter with you, and well, Diablo 3 Season 3 just yes, started here. Yes, good. Okay, I need to get on that... Um, I don't know if I'm gonna have probably not tonight. Maybe maybe tomorrow. I don't know. If, just if find out when Jeremy's on. Yeah, yeah. Power level you in an hour. Yeah, pitch yeah. To max level. And then once once he power levels me, then we can kind of do like four player rips and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll have to do that at some point. Um, I want to start. What is it? I want to do the Demon Hunter. Yeah. Uh, I see. did a, a wizard because they have a new set. Demon Hunter's got a new set. Oh, armor good. Set. Nice. Uh, it's uh, wizard, demon hunter, and crusader. I think was it barbarian. Or Crusader. There's one of them. Okay. I want. I don't know. No, it's probably Wizard since you're doing a Wizard. Drug. No, it's Wizard, Demon Hunter, and there's a third. Oh, the one. third one. Okay. Yeah. See the Google. Yeah, let's check it out. Uh, season three. Here we go. What was the third class? I thought it was. Let's see here. I'll have it here. New cause. No, I did get that full Conquers cosmetic set. Oh, that's good for having a max level care or for getting level seventy in all three seasons. Nice. You get all all the pieces. And I wish I jumped in just a little. I just missed them. And it's not like any like that's how my my level seventy wizard looks. Okay. Although she has like level five and ten gear, just because I picked it up randomly. <laughs> but I wouldn't transmog it all look like that. That's funny. Oh, I'm the most powerful warrior. It's like, like no. Nope. No, we were playing uh, Torment 6, and literally, like, any little thing would just, like, kill me one hit. Oh, my God. That's um, scary. But I'm trying to think here. Uh, who else? Yeah, let's check it out. I don't know. That's the actual site. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll check that out. While you're looking that up, I'm going to look. Let's see. We want to talk a little bit about um, here the PSN flash sale. This is so uh, tempting for me, having just bought the uh, bought the PS3. Because of that really great deal on the on the fatty that's backwards compatible with PS2 and PS1, um, anybody who has PlayStation Plus, um, get it if you don't have it. Yeah, I, I I need to I need to get it at some point. Um, I'm so tempted with this flash sale, but I can't justify it right now. Yeah, I'll have to wait a little bit. Actually, I think it, you normally I may have seen it. It's here. about forty. I saw I saw a deal for the yeah for the year. It normally goes on. It normally it's fifty or sixty, but you'll see it on sale for thirty five to forty. Yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on it when. Uh, when I see that and have the funds, but it's just so much with what Splatoon I want to get and Battlefront and ooh, so many games, there's, so little money and time. Yes. So, oh, these are some that caught my uh, attention. So, for the PSN flash sale, we have Castlevania: Lord of Shadow, Lords of Shadow Two, and Mirror of Fate. These are both 
uh, 3D Castlevania games. And um, admittedly, the kind of first uh, 3D Castlevania on... I want to say on the N64. I think you're right. It's a barbarian. Okay. I got new nice. set. Yeah. So the original um, 3D Castlevania that was on N64 was, I think, a, a worthy venture for 3D Castlevania. And it was fine. The game is still good. But, you know, it's not going to be the same as 2D Castlevania. I don't think anything can really beat 2D Castlevania. Um, whereas... You know, something like Mario translates very well to 3D. Right, right. And Metroid made a, fan, a beautiful transition to 3D. I mean, it was really flawless. I would have liked Prime. a second, uh, secondary thumbstick, though. Yes, that's true. Nice. But yeah, the um, but you know, with with uh, now these you know more recent titles, um, they've definitely polished the 3D um, aspect of Castlevania. So it's still it's still solid. Um, another game that caught my attention, Neo Contra. I'm a huge Contra fan. Mm-hmm. Those games, running gun, very difficult. Kind of classic, um, classic shooters. Um, just like super difficult game, and um, not too long. But I mean, it's gonna. The difficulty is so high that um, you know you want to come back over and over. Shadow. Ooh, this is a huge t- Shadow of the Colossus. Oh yeah, my God, is that it's was on sale? yeah four dollars. It's not bad. I might already. Oh, have my God, it, I want to. This is what I'm. <laughs> See, I'm reading this, guys, and I'm gonna. You know, I'm. I'm gonna end up spending. God knows how much, you know, by the end of uh, the week. Because this thing, this flash sale, I don't know how much longer it's going to be. I think it's for the weekend. That's how they get you. My God, dude. I, I can't. I, <laughs> I can't. I have to get the Battlefront. I have to get Battlefront and Splatoon. And, oh, what else? I have to get Star... Well, I'm, I'm going to hold off on Star Fox until it really... Uh, it has to prove itself. I'm going to be so disappointed if Star Fox doesn't have online. That is... Yeah, yeah, it's for well, till, till the okay the twentieth tomorrow. No, two days. Two days okay, two Monday. Days. So it finishes Monday. Sonic Adventure Two. There's some great games here. Look at this. Four dollars. That is insane. Sonic the Hedgehog Four. What the hell? I never, I never even realized that was released. Oh, okay, the four. Okay, that's the old, old. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Never mind. I'm thinking of Sonic Adventure. I, I almost yeah, was thinking Sonic it was Sonic Adventure. Adventure. There's never been one after Sonic Adventure Two. They've been they're pretty good uh 3D games. There's Castle yeah. Silent Hill uh 240. Metal Gear Solid VR Missions 240. And there's some tremendous deals. So basically if you have a PlayStation Plus account, you need to look at these deals. Oh yeah. Um these are they very, very good. 8 bucks. Yeah. You can't beat that. I just got Bayonetta 2 by the way. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. I've yeah. got it too. I haven't even haven't got around to it. Yeah. I just um, wanted to jump on it because I didn't know. I don't think it's going to be cheaper than fifty dollars. So no, I, and I, actually, I, it'll probably go up as the physical copies become harder to it, find. Exactly. I I was just like, I don't want to risk not having a physical copy. Yeah. So I was like, this is time sensitive. Let me just buy it and just store it basically. Till Nintendo's I have time. always kind of bad about that. Um, they yeah. just kind of stop producing their games. Yeah. I guess you know they don't sell them, but they. I don't know. They sell them, but it's just not. You know, they. they will release physical copies in limited quantity, mm-hmm. and then it's like. It's just so difficult. They're they're not going to want to justify. They're not really justified fiscally to produce more because it's like okay, the physical copies are out, but people still want the game. They're like buy it online, yeah, download it, yeah. But download copy, you're not going to find a sale online. You know, you're going to be paying sixty bucks, right, plus tax or whatever. Um, man, there's some really great games. Yeah, Shadow of the Colossus. I've already got it. Yeah, before bucks. So good. Uh, Man, it's such a good game. That's a good deal. Oh, one thing I did want to bitch about before we wrap it up here. Go for it. Uh, Mortal Kombat X is out. 
Yes. I, I've got like $150 Xbox credit, which I thought about buying with, mm-hmm. or buying the game. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to the Giant Bomb, their, uh, the Bombcast, their podcast, oh, and nice. they were talking about it. And there are apparently so many like extra packs and add-ons and whatnot you can spend money on. There's actually a currency you can buy that makes doing your brutalities and fatalities easier, like two so buttons. So stupid. So you can buy, like, it's like 4 or $5 to buy these tokens that you can <laughs> use to do, like, shortcuts on your fatalities. That is very lame. And I just, I heard that, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not yeah. giving them my money. Of course. I mean, but see, people get so salty online it's it's hilarious this this guy there's a player um a street fighter 4 player his name is Knuckledoo, and he's super super good he uses guile tremendous player and he went on mortal kombat x and played with um you know he used an alternate name so people wouldn't know who he is mm-hmm. and he he smashed everybody in the game 10 people rage quit and one per, you know like everybody was like oh this guy's a spammer this guy's a this I didn't know who he was. It's like you'll never be anything in a fighting game, and he's already a champion yeah. in Ultra Street Fighter Four. But he, um, you know, it's like people when they find another player of his quality, they're gonna be tempted to be like, okay, I can beat him if I can just do my inputs quicker. Right. It doesn't matter. Anybody who's a professional fighting gamer, inputs are actually the least difficult part of fighting games. The most difficult part is knowing the frame data and like when to execute the attacks. Mm-hmm. Execution barrier. It uh, doesn't matter after a while for a fighting gamer because it's just like you know the inputs. And, you know, people drop inputs a couple of times. This is natural. You know, not everybody's going to get it every time 100%. But it's not like, oh, um, I can beat this guy if I can do it with two buttons instead of, you know, like five inputs or whatever. Right, right. And it's not going to make a difference because the, the, the pro knows what he's doing or whatever. But, yeah, there were like certain characters you could pay to unlock early and different uh it's just a lot of yeah, junk that you much. pay for on top of the $60 game. Nope. And they did it. And I think you could spend like 130 140 bucks on Fuck everything. And I was like, <laughs> That's ridiculous. I was like, no, just no. See, that, I hope to God, it doesn't, like Battlefront doesn't end up like that. Yeah. I'm afraid it will just because, I mean, we already said it. I mean, this game is going to sell millions upon millions upon millions of copies. Mm-hmm. I would anticipate... Goodness, what's a good? I I I don't think it will sell less than five million. It's coming on every battlefront. It's coming out Xbox, PS4. Yeah, actually, or PC. Come to think of it, now that it's not gonna, well, people are gonna have to get it on PC then if they don't have one of the consoles. But maybe their PC won't be. But able there to there it. are a lot of those new consoles out there, so yeah, it'll, it'll sell. No, it'll it it will sell for sure, especially um, even new Star Wars maybe coming out. Yeah, people are gonna buy it. I mean, five million is like the minimum, I think. Yeah, it'll do well. Um, but they're just going to get, you know, it's like if you get 5 million times $60 versus 5 million times 100, <laughs> it's a big difference. I think it, it, to me, it kind of seems like the invasion of the traditional gaming market by the mobile kind of exactly. mobile gaming model. Of I, I curse free to play. Zynga. Yeah. I curse, you know, whatever the crap is, clan of whatever the shit. Clash of clans. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, but all of that, they have popularized these models, which have now been adopted, but. The thing is, like informed gamers will want to boycott stuff like this. Like, I don't, I, I don't pre-order games unless you already know. We said this, yeah. but like, I'm definite. I, I'm not gonna pre-order uh, Battlefront. You know, it's just like it's just I don't need to give a company my money before the product is out. And I'm not gonna buy Mortal Kombat X just because I'm like I'm not gonna pay you sixty bucks for a game that yeah. has all this extra junk that's hidden behind paywalls. Yeah, I mean, so, I, be, uh, I was actually excited for that game. I haven't played it. 
fighting game in a while. It'll it'll probably be on sale here soon, and yeah. I may pick it up then. But I'm gonna pay full price. Yeah, for it. I'll I'll definitely wait until oh, they'll have a definitive edition or right. release or whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely there. wait till then and um and and probably pick it up just to get my fighting game on. Like, so um, anything else? I think that kind of covers everything. I think yeah. I mean, we rambled a bit, but we covered a bunch of stuff. Yeah, man. There's a lot to cover. I mean, everybody's excited about Star Wars. The hype is real. Yeah, yeah. and um, you know, just uh, it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan, and uh, I think. It's a pretty good year for gaming, um, minus the, the fiasco of last week, as we, as you guys know. Yeah. Um, but guys, look, if you've listened to our last episode about Phantom Dust, and uh, shout out to Jason Schreier for that article, um, definitely tweet uh, the episode um, and the article um, to Phil Spencer and others so that they, number one, kind of know, one, our dissatisfaction with the situation, even if, you know... We don't know the full story, you know. From We'd Microsoft. like to know more. Yeah. Even if Microsoft isn't going to say anything, just show that you're excited for the game, right? Like us. Show that you're excited for the game and, you know, just kind of build more confidence in Microsoft that people are still hungry for this game. Um, and it'll go a long way, I think. So just uh, kind of show that, I think. I think, yeah. I think if we don't get the word out, it's going to, it's just going to disappear. Yeah. So definitely push that. And um, um, that's all I can say. I mean, just tweet them out. Um, hit us up at gogopowergamers.com uh, check out our Twitter Twitch everything YouTube yeah shoot us a line at rangers at gogopowergamers.com that's right have a good weekend guys take it easy